This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. I'm Vyoka Zimatu, your host for the brand new program, Show Me. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m., we will share on the word, focus on building oneness in our nation. Join me every Tuesday at 12 p.m. on Show Me. It's no longer just about the talk, it's about the walk. Umdu, gumdu, kabandu. Hello, it is always so good to be back on the program you are listening to Show Me here on Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Thank you so much for joining us and the program. Uh, we will be here up until 1 o'clock where we say it's no longer just about talk, it's about the walk. If you've just joined us for the first time, the program focuses on building a spirit of unity and oneness in our nation. As we move forward as a nation, as we move forward as a people, as we move forward as communities, we bow to the word of God that teaches us to forgive, be one, let go, and let God, whatever the circumstance. Our commissioning from the Lord is to be ministers of reconciliation. And to do that today, I have one of those ministers of reconciliation, Mr. Kevin Jacobs. Oh, Kevin, I'm just so looking forward to just talking to him today as we look into the matters of rebuilding our nation, raising up the former desolation, desolations of many generations, <laughs> building unity in our nation. So we're going to talk to Kevin about doing just that, just, just some ways what we can implement, what we can do. As we say, it's no longer just about talk, it's about the walk. Like what, what are practical things that we can do, like in ministries, as a people, as a community, and just to challenge, encourage, but above everything, to work together towards building our nation, moving on and leaving a footprint of Christ wherever we go as a people. So I look forward to doing just that and then, as we always do, and then we pray, we just allow the Spirit of the Lord to lead us into areas of prayer and at times for those who are faithfully joining with us on this program, you will know <laughs> that sometimes we plan to go north and we end up going south, east and west as the Holy Spirit leads us especially even through prayer as the lord just guides us at times to pray for you right there at home finding you in the position uh, in whatever position that you may be in so we do hope that you will be blessed as we talk to um, kevin uh, yo kevin is a servant of the lord um an intercessor strong intercessor a man who pray isn't it refreshing there's <laughs> something hey when men when men stand up and pray and not just pray and intercede he's just one of those men in our country that we really uh, look up to and uh, just admire their giftings and also just the spirit of intercession 
to birth the things that are in the spirit until they manifest at this time. Who recently celebrated the entry to Jubilee those years, but he will tell you more about that. But for now, it is four minutes past 12 and it is time to take a moment and keep a moment with Jeremy Camp with this beautiful song. Show me with Vuyokazi Matu. It's no longer just about talk, it's about the walk. Vuyokazi Matu on Radio K Pulpit, 729 AM. Didn't you like that song? Wow, what a powerful song by Jeremy Camp. And it says, Lord, keep me in a moment. Show me what matters because I really don't want to miss anything. What a beautiful song. We promised to talk to Mr. Kevin Jacobs today, and it's such a privilege and a pleasure to welcome you on the program, Kevin. Hello. Good afternoon. Um, thank you, Vyokazi, for having me, and good afternoon to all the listeners. Yeah, well, good to see you. Good to hear you, Kevin. Uh, how are you doing this morning? <laughs> I'm good. I'm mm -hmm. well, and mm -hmm. I'm blessed. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sounds like it. Looks like it in this moment. Um, I really wanted to have you on the program today. Yes, I understand you have um, your ministry and that you handle um, different ministries, in fact. Uh, it is also the uh, ministry of intercession, ministry of... Uh, uh, marriage ministry, ministry of family. <laughs> Isn't it a ministry also to have a wife? <laughs> it's a ministry on its own. Uh, but here today with you, Kevin, is someone who's just always involved in community and um, whether you're building families, allowing God to use you in that or to speak into your people, your nation, your community and all that. But today, really, we just want to build South Africa with you and just to hear just from you what are those practical things uh, that we can do as we um, build the spirit of oneness, irrespective of who we are and where, where we come from as a nation. But maybe firstly, maybe let me just check in uh, with you. What have you observed on matters of oneness and unity, just from your observations or maybe your opinions? Yeah, well, uh, I've been uh, since 1991. I was a yeah. member of the South African Police Service mm. for 24 years. Um, and yeah, four years ago I resigned, but uh, during that 24 years um, I've seen a lot uh, and I've heard a lot and uh, transformation happened in our country, yes, uh, but it is my belief there is still a lot that needs to be done mm -hmm. by each and every one of us. Yeah. Uh, we need to stop looking at the other person to bring the change, but we need to be the change. Sure. You're reminding me of that saying now, <laughs> be the change you want to see. And it's just so true. Uh, don't you find it sad of how, maybe let me speak for myself, say how you sat back to an extent and just waited for someone to do something. <laughs> Didn't we all to a level did that? Yes, well, we did. Um, mm. we, we always want to look to the other person 
to bring about change, but it actually starts with with ourselves as individual. Um, mm. The change first needs to happen on the inside of us, mm. um, and then we need to reach out to others. And 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 do the same. Let's just talk. I would like to talk in two areas. I'd love to, I would love to uh, to just hear your views and uh, just what the spirit of the Lord is leading you to. Uh, minister to us on in terms of from uh, the approach to family i mean to 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 family uh, to our community and thirdly to to the body of christ but then um uh, let's just start with community for example what are some of those things that we can do what uh, strategies uh, implementations actions uh, starting with community let's start there community Yes, uh, everyone first starts, like I said, um, with oneself. Mm. Um, you first need to have a revelation of who you are, about mm. your own image, your own identity, um, mm. which is obviously found in, in God, right? So if you do not have a very good uh, image of yourself, uh, then mm. you will struggle to relate to other people. Um, so in our communities at the moment, um, we have especially young men that is without identity mm, um, and mm, that is because mm. of a lack of a father figure in our communities um, uh, when i speak i speak for myself when i say as a man yeah. at a stage i neglected um, mm. to be a good father figure and role model not only for my own children but for others out there mm. and uh, we need to embrace that and need to address that because if you have good role models in the form of um, God-fearing men mm. who knows who they are mm. in Christ and who they are as a man, we can make a big impact in our communities. Mm. Because you see it, um, you see it being done. Um, it's more about what you do more than what you say. Uh, you can say it's good to be present, it's good to be a father, uh, uh, to your children, be present, uh, 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 display uh, good um, uh, you know, values as, as a father, leadership, care, example, and all that. But you can say it, but if you don't see it, is that what you say? Exactly, Vio, if you don't see it. But um, when I speak for myself, um, that is something that I never got from, from my earthly father. Um, mm. And when I say this today, I speak with the permission of my daddy. Mm. I did speak to him about this, and we have this understanding whenever I speak about this, it's with his blessing. Yeah. So, um, that is something that I never received from my own earthly father mm. um, growing up as a young man. Um, needless to say, when I started courting and uh, started meeting young ladies, I didn't know what it, what it, what it <laughs> meant to be a man. <laughs> Um, yes. So at the end of the day, I had to surround myself with men who knew what it were. All right. Yeah. And um, I, I surrounded myself with, with God-fearing men. Mm -hmm. Firstly, I joined an organization called The World Needs a Father, where at the end of the day, I found myself being a teacher at The World Needs a Father, where we now teach mm -hmm. young men mm -hmm. or married mm -hmm. men what it means to be uh, a father not only to your own children but to others also because you can be a father to others children also um, and yet 
you know, we are sometimes we get so lost because um, I I had this anger on the inside of me for my own father mm. because of what he couldn't give me. And it took me years. I was in my early 40s when Father God actually showed me mm. that I needed to go back to my daddy and I needed to ask him, what's, what's the problem? Why <laughs> couldn't he give that then I yeah, so, so needed, needed that answer you just needed to know yes, the reason why only to discover well that um, at the age of 13 my daddy actually had to leave school and he had to go work to um, to feed the, the rest of the family because they were a very big family mm. and immediately father God showed me you know that I was angry for a person who even himself didn't know what it what it meant. Mm, but mm, if if mm, you look at it, Vilkazi, mm. he did the best, the way he what he could, what he could yes. And and for that, I I will be forever grateful for my for my father, uh, my earthly father, because he went out of his way to make sure that I went through up until matric. He made sure that I I I got to the position where two years after matric I joined the South African Police Service. Mm. You know, so he he did his best. Mm. What he knew was the best at the moment. The best he knew how. Mm. Yes. How to father. To him, fatherhood was uh, making sure that you are at work so that there can be food on the table and nothing else. Yes. Love, compassion, being present when you play sports, your sports, and, um, and all that. And that's where on your part, like, anger came from. Exactly, Well, um, I grew up in a small town in the southern cape called Otsorn. Otsorn, yeah, <laughs> the place of the kangaroo caves and the ostriches. So um, my my daddy was a postman um, and my mummy used to work at uh, Ackermans, mm. you know. So they tried the best to put food on the table to make sure that uh, mm. all of our, uh, I'm one of five siblings, um, they grew up from the same house. So they mm. did the best. Um, to make sure all of us got through matric. And yes, we did. All five of us did get through wow. matric. You know, so we, we, we will be forever grateful for them for that. What but would you say to someone who's hearing you now as you just address this issue um, of, 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 of anger that you, you had until you understood because someone is out there not having understood yet so for you, um, I had this anger on the inside of me, um, and I didn't know where it came from. Mm. Um, anger towards my father, anger towards everybody else, and um, I really needed to see God um, regarding that anger to really show me where, where is the problem, you know. And that, that anger was basically rooted in the fact that in my community I saw a lot of violence all right and besides the violence that I saw in the communities there was this lack of love you mm. you love mm. were, were uh, very scarce mm. it, it it wasn't something that came naturally to people mm. and uh, growing up with that violence and then um, joining the police also seeing a lot of violence daily you become numb at the end of the day to the extent where it's it's a normal occurrence um, when when you experience violence or you go through violence, um, 
it's it's natural, but but it's not supposed to be like that. We it's were not created natural. Exactly. Mm. So yes, well, um, and then um, I met my Savior, <laughs> Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, that changed my life. But it was a journey, a journey where I had to allow myself to be opened up because I was a closed book, as my wife used to say. <laughs> when, she, when she met me, um, she used to say, I'm, I'm a closed book. book. Yes, hey. I, I didn't allow people to get too close to me because of the brokenness on the inside of me. I didn't want them to see that brokenness. Mm. I didn't want them to see that anger that was locked up mm. on the inside of me. So what did you put out? As you didn't want the other side to be seen, what was what what was the what what's the face? Um, I showed the strong face, <laughs> uh, and besides showing the strong face, um, uh, everybody would tell me you this gentle giant and all that. But yet on the inside, I was so broken, uh, and I really needed help, and I really needed the savior. But I didn't know how ah. to reach out. It's only when um, I started opening myself up to other men to start speaking into my life, when I really started opening myself up to get hurt. Because previously, if I get hurt, I would run. I would, I would, I would be in a relationship, and if I get hurt or if I get offended, I would leave. So I had this distorted picture of love, what, what love really meant um, for me if... I can say I love you, but the moment you say something hurtful to me or you do something hurtful to me, I'm out the door. <laughs> I am gone. And yet, well, two years ago, that's the very same thing mm. that Father God uh, wanted to work on in my life, which I didn't understand at the, at the time mm. because somebody very close to my heart that I love dearly um, hurt me. Yeah. Hurt, uh, yeah. And I had all the reason to run away mm, um, or mm, to, to mm. get out of this relationship mm. but in that moment uh, Father God started pursuing me mm. and uh, I love that word pursue pursue yes mm. um, and today I can comfortably say that that's the area that we normally want to run away from because it's so hurtful yet that is the thing that Father God wants to work on he, he wants to deal with that pain. He wants to deal with the hurt. But we sometimes don't want to go to that deep underlying hurt. We, we're hiding it because we put up masks. Mm. Um, when people see us, they see the smile, but mm. yet they do not know what's, what's going really on good. on the inside of us. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. I can just imagine... Um, if you are listening to Radio Cape Pulpit, Radio Cape Pulpit, and you've just joined us, uh, you are on 7 to 9 a.m. And the program is Show Me. We are talking to Mr. Kevin uh, Jacobs, the servant uh, of the Lord intercessor, a man in the community who stands with a background, <laughs> man with a background, uh, you know, but God heals. Um, he transforms and he restores. And we are talking about just some of the practical things we can do 
as we rebuild our nation in the spirit of unity and oneness. And he was just talking about um, the fatherhood, just fatherhood, how important it is for this to be seen, not just to be heard, so that those who are growing up who are looking may have role models to, um, to lead them forward. So I wanted to also know, you just touched now on the outlook to family. What do you think we as the body of Christ should do? Just before we go on a break. We as the body of Christ, uh, you can see this, this takes me back to, to unity basically. And um, mm. Psalm 133 says that, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon the head running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down on the edge of his garments. It's like dew of Hermon mm. descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. So uh, the, David says that it is good and pleasant when brothers dwell in unity. Mm. And then in verse 3, he, he says that there the Lord commanded the blessing mm. but mm. if we skip uh, verse 2 um, we often skip some verses right mm. and and we misinterpret portions of scripture simply so we can arrive at the point we are trying to make there is nothing more detrimental than ignoring portions of scripture because they don't line up with the way we think sure. or the way we want God to be mm. the whole Bible is the infallible word of God and um, does unity really command a blessing? Yes and no, Vyokazi. Um, there are plenty of scriptures and current stories where people were united but still didn't receive the commanded blessing of God. What about the story of Babel in Genesis 11? Mm. We see the people are completely united for a cause, but here they actually receive the opposite of a blessing. And we should ask ourselves why mm. they were united for their own cause to build their own pride and to protect themselves from their fears and insecurity. Mm. They were united, but united in the wrong things, mm. things that didn't line up with God and mm. his word. So if you want your unity to receive the commanded blessing of God, here are some things to consider, Vyokazi. Mm. We should be united in holy kingship. What does that mean? So many theo theologians believe that this particular psalm was written when all of the tribes of Israel got together and decided unanimously to appoint David as king of Israel. Mm. Before this time, Israel was 12 dysfunctional tribes that couldn't seem to make any real progress. After they were united under David's kingship, we see them being to begin to flourish. If we want mm. our unity to receive the commanded blessing of God, we must be united in His kingship over our lives. Hallelujah. He, is He really our King? Is He really our King? Mm. Do we listen when He speaks? Do we obey? Do we trust even when, when it doesn't make sense? Do we trust? Do mm. we trust, Jokazi? Mm. Yes, so... Um, what a question. <laughs> Is it Luke 13 where it says, will he find faith? Will the son of man find faith? 
when he comes. Mm. Yes. So, so the Psalms also speak about Zion. The moment af after David talks about Zion, he says, There the Lord has commanded a blessing. Where is there? Where is there, Will? There is the Zion. So it is there in Zion that the Lord has co commanded a blessing when we dwell in unity. In order for our unity to command a blessing, we must be united for a kingdom purpose. Mm. It can't be unity for unity's sake. It yeah. has to be more. Oh. Are we givers of grace and love? Because mm. grace and love goes hand in hand with unity. Uh, does our everyday common routine bring abundance and fruitfulness to the kingdom of God? Mm. Are we peacemakers? Are we growing the kingdom? Are we bearers of hope? Do we show that God's love is for all and not for a certain group of people? So we should unite in all these things and there the Lord will command a blessing. Amen. Amen. So for us to see that, that shift, that change in our community, mm. we, are we, we need to be united mm. and we need to mm. be united in a spe specific cause, cause mm. the kingdom of God. God. We need to advance the kingdom of God. And, with, and, and that is the unity that we need to see. We, we can be united in anything. We really need to be sure what our unity looks like. Sure, I love that. It's not just about unity that God commands a blessing. <laughs> then you are united in him <laughs> that we have our blessings not that we unite for the blessing they are a bonus really from obedience and honoring what god says i'm going to just take a quick break and we'll be back after this that's eddie kirkland here and now yes here and now we are right here and now on radio cape pulpit on 79 a.m we are talking to mr kevin jacobs eh? married to cal <laughs> cal jacobs <laughs> miss straight talk breaks no friendship <laughs> uh, you have such a lovely wife eh? you are blessed kevin Yes, we are indeed. Um, I'm blessed. We're so, so, so blessed. And we also just uh, honor her uh, this day, just her consistency. That's just one thing that comes through about her. When you speak of Carl, it's just consistency. What a blessing. Thank you so much for coming today. I really want to go deeper into that point that you made about identity. Um, I feel like it's such a it seems like such a simple word, but it's just such a loaded thing and how it can take us long to actually get to a place of knowing who we are. <laughs> you know, I, I guess we all to an extent have had some kind of struggle there. I can speak the whole day about that area, just how what a struggle it has been just to get to a place of settlement when it comes to identity. What did you mean by that when you say um, identity, um, it, your image is also important so that you are able to unite with others? What point did you want to make there? Yes, we are. Um, 
firstly, our image and our identity goes hand in hand. And if you have a distorted picture of your own identity or your own image, um, that, that causes a lot of problems. Um, you, you are not sure where you're going. You're not sure who you are, basically. And yeah, the Lord really blessed me with a powerful mm. woman of God yeah. called my wife, mm -hmm. who I love very, very much, um, who, who, who would pursue me and who would constantly ask me, who, who are you, Kevin? <laughs> Who, who are you? I can just see her. Yeah, who are you? And and, and Curl is a very uh, straightforward person. Mm. Uh, she is to the point. Mm. She don't like lies, mm. which previously I would lie a lot. Mm. And she would see straight through me. Mm. And, uh, what a blessing. Yeah, she would mm. see straight through me. And mm. then she would highlight, mm. you know, um, to, to the extent where she got angry. Mm. Um, because I would tell a lie, I would get away with it. But mm. when it came to curl, there was just something that, that the Lord in, in, installed on the inside of her where she could see straight through me and she would know oh. that I'm lying. Mm. Um, and and that, that, that took a while because that, that was part of my identity. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I didn't know better mm. and the Lord needed to deal with that. So if, if I touch on the topic of... of I our did. image and our identity, it takes us back to Genesis 1 mm. verse 27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. Mm. So mm. Wh what does that look like? And, 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 and it's a great question to ask, what does that look like? Um, and it's impossible for us, if, if we're going to talk about this topic today in in and cover it completely, it's impossible for mm. us. We, we won't have enough time. Mm. But um, we, we basically have to get into the original heap and, and take, take a dig look at how the image of God, the Amago Dei in, in, in Latin, is handled in the Old and New, New Testaments. So what is Amago Dei? Um, I believe the image of God is not so much something that man as as something that man is mm. humankind was created to be a graphic image of the creator a formal visible and understandable representation of who god is and what he is really like mm. the omega day is not a quality possessed by man it's a condition in which man lives a condition of confrontation established and maintained by the creator mm. the omega day is that in man which constitutes him as him who God loves. And now the other question we need to ask is, did sin remove the image of God? Uh, and the answer is no. Man's fall into sin didn't destroy or remove the image of God. It disfigured it, however. Mm, mm, so the mm. New Testament confirms that God's image isn't lost by pointing out that all people not just Christians, mm. are made in the likeness of God. Mm. That we would find in James 3 verse 9. So, what was the effect of sin when it comes to the image of God in man? Um, let's, let's, just, uh, let's just listen to what uh, a theologian called Wayne Grudem, ex uh, how he explains it. Yeah. Since man has sinned, 
is certainly not as fully like God as he was before. His moral purity has been lost and his sinful character certainly does not reflect God's holiness. His intellect is corrupted by falsehood and misunderstanding. His speech no longer continually glorifies God. Mm. His relationships are often governed by selfishness rather than love and so forth. Though man is still in the image of God in every aspect of, su- of life, some parts of that image have been distorted or lost. The image of God is what makes man human. Man could not lose the image without ceasing to be what he is. Moreover, it's only because man keeps his image of God, even in a broken or distorted form, that man is redeemable and worth redeeming. Mm, redeemable without, and yes. worth redeeming. Yes. Powerful. Without it, God would have had no reason to send his son to die on our behalf. The practical side of having God's image, my, my final point in this, as believers in Christ, we have a new self, which mm. is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. We find that in Colossians 3 verse 10. And as we grow in faith, we are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18 is where we would find that, that point that I just made. Knowing that we are made in God's image affects not only our understanding of our Creator and our relationship with Him, it also sets the stage for understanding and defending this, the sanctity of all human life. Every single human being, no matter how much the image of God is marred by sin, illness, weakness, age, or any other disability, mm. still has the status of being in God's image and therefore must be treated with the dignity and respect that is due to God's image bearer. Mm. Mm. This has profound implications mm. for our conduct toward, uh, towards others. Mm. It means that people of every race yes, deserve equal Lord. dignity and rights. Mm. It means that elderly people and children, yet unborn, deserve the full protection and honor of human beings. And that is a mouthful to say, Veokazi. Wow, that's loaded. Yeah. Powerful. So before we can be this united front, we need to know who we are in Christ. We need Mm. to know our image. We need to know our identity. And and it is found in God. Mm. And uh, and yes, I think that that is what I can say today. being a, a cop for 24 years, um, most of my career in the South African police service, mm. when I was off duty, um, I would be drinking alcohol because I had this distorted image of myself. Mm. Yet when I waked up, uh, woke up the next morning, when I walked in at the office, I would be this perfect police officer. Mm. And um, people would, would look up to me, my, my superiors would look up to me because I would mm. get awards and stuff for the good work that I was doing. I was a, a, a good policeman mm. according mm. to mm. other people's standards, but yes. I was so broken on the inside that it took my wife at a stage to tell me, you are actually an alcoholic. When, when, mm. when you have spare time, you're drinking and, and that's mm. all you do. And I didn't see that coming because for me it was normal. Uh, it, was the, normal. <laughs> it was normal. It was normal. A new normal. It was a new <laughs> normal. 
So basically, uh, I was I was numbing mm. the pain and the hurt mm. by drinking every day. So I mm. I thank my Father in heaven for thank blessing me with a beautiful um, mm. wife called Girl, mm. um, and. And and really just men that surrounded me, that, that Father God allowed mm. to surround me. And mm. that mm. moment when I started opening myself up to be corrected mm. for men to mm. speak into my life, yes, that, that changed Lord. my life forever. Yes, um, Lord. And I'm not there yet. Yes. Uh, I'm a work, work in progress. progress. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> yes, we are. Daily the Lord is still working in my life. Um, mm. And daily you, I still open myself up. Mm. Um, although, like you said, I stepped into my year of Jubilee. Yes, that was about I'm, to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 49 years old. Yeah. On, on the 21st of mm. October, I turned 49. Mm. So, mm. yes, I married to, to Cole. And... Mm. Uh, she gave me a surprise birthday mm, that was uh, <laughs> with special friends yeah. uh, that all attended and uh, and yeah it, it has been awesome somebody yes you need to um minister to today i can i can just see hear someone with alcohol um male and female uh with alcohol and that they take behind the scenes to numb like you say, I just feel the spirit of the Lord wanting to minister to them this afternoon. Kevin, what did you say to that woman who says, oh, you know what, Kevin, you're talking about image and uh, I am a child of God, I'm born again, but I actually still haven't found my image mm -hmm. um, in him. And uh, yeah, and I see this man who is actually drinking from actually challenges right there in the church politics. <laughs> um, just drinking, what would you say? Because I can just feel that there's somebody yeah. who is being ministered to with yes. regards to alcohol privately. Yes, well, um, basically, you know, when, when Father God says that um, he loves us unconditionally, that is just that. He loves us unconditionally. Nobody will ever be able to love us the way Father God loves us. Mm. So um, if we have that understanding that we have a Father that loves us unconditionally, um, firstly, and if you understand that our identity is found in Him because we, we so many a times allow what other people think of us, mm. uh, define us, or, oh. and, and we mm. make our own... Um, we get our own ideas of what people think of us and, and that creates a distorted picture of who, who we really are. And um, we, we, we would run then to, to alcohol and drink uh, to numb that. We feel we're okay. Mm. But in that moment... How did you stop? Just maybe it can help them. That to stop, Vyokanzi, we need to know that there is nothing that you can do to numb the pain and the hurt mm. on the inside of us. Mm. There is mm. nothing you mm. can do. You need a savior. Mm. You need a redeemer. You need your father to fill that void that you have. Mm. To, to, mm. to not only fill that void, but to, to show you where is this coming from? Mm. Where is the root cause of this problem? 
And once he highlights the root cause of that problem, we should allow mm. him to take us there. Mm. And we need to, to deal with it. And sometimes we do not want to deal with it well. It's, it's easier to walk away. Like I said earlier, I would be in a relationship and, and on once somebody says something that hurts me, I would leave. And that wasn't the right thing to do. We, we should pursue that. When somebody hurts you, you need to forgive. But besides forgiving, mm. we need to find out what, what is it? What did I do? What did I do wrong? And in this instance, when it comes to alcohol, do you get defined when you drink alcohol? Um, does the alcohol really numb the pain? And mm. for how long does it numb the pain? Mm. Because tomorrow you get yourself again having to get another bottle to you numb meet that pain. yourself in the mirror. Exactly. Well, so mm. once you know who you are and your identity is found in God, and once you know that um, it doesn't matter what other people think or say about you, your Father loves you and mm. He created you mm. marvelously mm. in His image. Once mm. that is settled on the inside of you, you won't go for these false False solutions. That is that is what it is basically yeah. called. It's a false solution. Yeah. I am um, also just want to say is that uh, you may find, um, yeah, just some more uh, uh, look to your friendships and see who you are able to be naked to. You know, there is something powerful. It 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 is actually more powerful than it is said. When you have that matter, that issue that you know is private, that you just go to one person, you will see how the power, the way it gets broken once somebody knows uh, on that matter. You will be half, you would have gone halfway right <laughs> there. <laughs> halfway, yes. once you realize that, once you admit you're already halfway there, you just admit that you have a problem in this area. Just that admission yes, breaks the yoke. Yeah, it's the hiding that prolongs it. In fact, it not just prolongs it, mm. it perpetuates it until it can overpower you, you know. So, uh, as it is always said, while whilst your challenge is still a skeleton, starve it. So it wants you to be alone and not know anyone and or starve it by doing the opposite. Don't feed it, starve it. It will become a skeleton until you can overthrow it. So on this point, I really want to ask if Kevin can just pray uh, as we come to uh, the close of the program. If you can just pray, minister, as you pray for, yeah, just pray for our brother and our sister. And uh, also just pray in general as you release Jubilee <laughs> right there. For I feel like today you also carrying that authority to release the spirit of Jubilee to those people that have been imprisoned in wilderness for a long time. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mayor. So, Father, I pray this this afternoon that in the name of Jesus that there would be a move of your spirit an outpouring of your anointing Father God there would be a a reset yes, Father of people's Lord. mindsets of their mm. what they think about themselves the image and yes, the identity Lord. they have of themselves Father that you will reset that identity and that image Father that they will 
look to you and that they will find their image and their identity in you, Father. And so, Lord, I thank you that indeed today you will move and you'll do what no person can do. Yes, Lord. Because, Father, you are able to mm. do exceedingly abundantly far more than what we can ask or even think of, Father. Father, your word is yea and amen. amen. And your word mm. says your ear ain't too heavy to hear us, your arm ain't too short to help us, Father God. So, Lord, I thank you this, this afternoon that indeed you'll touch each and every person's heart that listens to this prayer and this message that we spoke about today, Father. Yes, you touch Lord. their heart and you turn around for good, but the enemy is meant for evil, evil, Father God. I ask that you turn the hearts of children to their fathers and the hearts of the fathers to their children, Father. I pray for unity and real unity in the body of Christ, yes, Father God. Unity Lord. among each and every tribe, Father God, in South Africa, in the name of Jesus. Yes, and Father, I ask that indeed this unity, Father, will be what you intended it to be right in the beginning when you created us equal in your image, Father God. Mm -hmm. And so, Lord, today I give you glory Thank and I give you, you honor and I acknowledge that you are the King of Kings. You are the bright and morning star. Father, you are the lily of the valley. Yes, you are the Lord. Prince of Peace. You are the King of Kings, and there mm. is none like you. Yes. There is none beside you, Father. You are the undefeated yes, champion, and Lord. you are well able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far more than what I can ask or even think of today, yes, Father. Lord. So, Lord, I thank you that indeed you'll perform your work. Uh, your word, Father God, and you'll Thank draw you, all Father. men to you, Father God. Yes, Allow each and every person yes, this afternoon, Father God, Spirit. to look on the inside, Father God, mm. and start searching their hearts, Father God, mm. what it is that you want them to do, Father, what mm. it is that you want them to change, to reach out, Father God, mm. and turn this country, our beloved country, yes, around Lord. for your glory, Father. Mm. I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 And amen. We trust that your heart is touched and turned so that we may turn back to God completely in the mighty name of Jesus. We just want to leave you with Romans 6 verse 6. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. We'll see you next week right here on Show Me. It's no longer just about the talk, it's about the walk. Goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.